Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to today's episode. This is an interesting topic. I'm asked about this all the time. And I would really love to hear your feedback on it um, for a couple of reasons. I, I do get daily updates of who's not literally who's listening to the podcast. I don't know you personally where you are and what you're doing <laughs> when you're listening to the podcast. But I, I do know like the, the stats for different countries and regions and areas and stuff. So I would absolutely love to know a bit about you and where you're from and where you're at in your singing journey because it just means so much to me. I get emails from people all over the world saying, oh, I love your podcast and thank you so much for all your helpful tips and it just blows my mind, makes me so happy and gives me a reason for sitting here by myself at 7.30 in the morning Canadian time with my coffee wondering why I'm talking to myself. Um, uh, and it just, it makes me feel really happy and it really is just so great that, uh, the stuff that I'm sharing is of value to you. So, so please, uh, I'm going to leave a, a comment section here in the podcast, uh, where you can let me know where you're from. Tell me a bit about your vocal journey. I'm also going to post the question on my Instagram at rocket vocal studios and it's R O C K I T vocal studios. I'll put the link in the show notes too, but head on over to the Instagram. That's where the community is really kind of more interactive and where I post all my updates and stuff. I'd love to hear about you. And then maybe if you have any questions or anything, I can definitely get back to you and let you know about where you're at with your voice. And if, you, if there's anything I can help you with personally, I would love to do that via, via a little cash chat on our Instagram page there. Um, so yes, thank you for listening. Big, big thank you for listening. And I want to dig into this question that I get at the start of pretty much every session with a new client. And that is, is singing a natural talent? Is it something you're born with? Are people just naturally good singers? And my theory over the years, based on all of the different voices that I've worked with, is no, it is not. And I, I come at this from several different angles, purely based on my experience. You would think watching shows like Idol and The Voice, because you don't... Well, you didn't used to. You do now get a little bit more of the inside backstory where you see the pictures and the videos of the kids working really hard on their singing and stuff. Um, and you see them growing up in, in environments where their talent, let's say, I'm going to try not to use that word so much, um, where their skills are being really encouraged and nurtured. Before on Idol or shows like that, you didn't really see that growth process being shared it was more like look at this person just walks into this audition and lets it rip and it's like wow we've struck gold look at this natural raw talent that we've just discovered in the middle of a small town nowhere and I think that has triggered <laughs> a bit of a, a a crisis for some singers who feel like okay well if I can't just strut into a room stand in front of a celebrity and sing my face off maybe I just don't have it and that is 100% not the case so if you if you go on I if you're watching Idol like the beginning of the season and you're watching the auditions and you google all of these these people as they're auditioning 
so many of them already have songs released on Spotify. If you dig a bit deeper, they've been training with high level coaches. And I mean high level coaches. There's um, there's a lot of people in the industry who are very connected and can sort of help, you know, really support the artists and get them in front of the right people to get to that audition phase. Um, so, and of course, there are people who come from absolutely, you know, the furthest corners of, of America or where have you and and they just show up and they've been working their their voices for years with their local coach and they've just hustled and there they are and they, and they make it through because they got a good story um, I'm kind of going off here with the idol thing but it's really important because I really think this has impacted how we view singing and that element or that that thought of natural talent because if you are here and you're listening to this and you're like I really want to be a singer you can be a singer and then then will come the question well what about if what if I'm tone deaf and um, and there's episodes on this uh, on the podcast as well as actually there's a conversation with Brianna Ruelas who um, she was an idol contestant and she really helps people understand that process and you know how to how to maximize your exposure if you are in a situation where you are on reality tv as a, as a singer and stuff so check that out too but i'll put the links in the notes um but yeah if you are questioning do i have it do i was i born with it my my opinion and and scientifically <laughs> your voice can be trained okay your voice the mechanism is made up of muscles and just like any muscles in your body, you can strengthen them and you can learn to control them to do what you want them to do. Now, the other reason I say that it's, you know, the nature nurture element and that it can be trained. I worked with a phenomenal lady and I will never forget her. I worked with her when I was back in the UK. I was early in my singing career where I was just like, I, I will work with absolutely anyone who who gives me the privilege to, to work with their voice. And she was tone deaf. She was. She was part of like the 3.4% of the human population that literally you play a note and she would sing something so different to what we were all hearing. And and she, she knew it because she just knew it from not what she could hear, but from people's reactions to whenever she sang. But she loved the act of singing. She really enjoyed it. She enjoys me. She enjoyed listening to music. She enjoys singing along to music. She just was like, I really just hate what I'm putting my family through and what I'm, she never had aspirations to, to go be a superstar or anything. She's just like, I'd really love to put the effort in to hold a tune. So we worked together for a long time on resonance. And if you know me, if you've worked with me, I'm all about placement and resonance and the physical connection to your voice, feeling where the pitch resonates within your instrument, within your body. So for example, when you put your hand on your chest and you go, ah, uh, you can feel that buzz in your chest. If you put your fingers on your nose and you sort of go, mm, you can hear, you can feel a bit of buzzing in your nose because the frequency of the note creates resonance in your instrument in different areas so what we're hearing is a frequency okay i'm i'm really not a 
a physicist or <laughs> an audio scientist or whatever you might want to call it. Um, but this is very basic Emma logic. So we're hearing, we're not like hearing an A, we're hearing how the air is moved because of the frequency of the note and that is translated in our brains. That is an A, Ta-da! there you go. So we're hearing that. When you sing that, ah, you will always feel that in a certain space in your body. So if you go to sing, ah, and then it comes out, ah, you will feel that in a very different space, okay? Because the resonance is gonna be in a different place. So anyways, I worked with this lovely lady for a very long time on getting the connection between the physical sensation of the note so that when she, she could literally feel what she was singing and then she was in tune. So she had the control because she would physically, she would aim for a sensation of the note and she would hit the right notes because she was aiming to recognize the physical sensations. So it was really, really cool. And it taught me that, you know what, no matter where you're coming at it, you can learn it. Now, I will say if, if you are tone deaf, and again, incredibly rare that you are most more highly likely that you just have bad ear training and you need to literally just sit down at a piano or sit down with someone and work on repetition and your ear training and fine-tuning your pitch far more common and a lot of people are kind of lazy and try and skip this stuff if they're pitchy in their singing um but yeah much more likely that you're just a little wonky with your ear training than you are tone deaf if you are tone deaf there might be hope, it might be really, really challenging, it might be, you know, take a long time, but please reach out because, and I'd love to just run a test with your voice and just see, because it's highly likely that you're not tone deaf. Because um, like I said, in 20 some years of teaching, I don't even know how many people I've worked with, I've come across one person, and even that was kind of an anomaly. So don't freak out about being tone deaf, because you're probably not. I always go off about that. So, nature nurture, is it something you are born with? My theory on this, as I've mentioned, no, you're not born with it. Your voice is made of muscles, it can be trained, and it's easier for some than others. That's where this comes in. That's where the talent and the it factor comes in. It's just easier for some than others, and I think this depends on your background. Whether you have like a technically impressive voice or a raw or rough genuine voice with no training but a freight train of emotion behind it, like I'm all about working with any voice, okay? So the background, I truly believe it's if you grew up in a house where music was playing all the time, your parents encouraged you to explore creativity and explore making noises with playing instruments, if when you were a toddler, when you were learning to walk, if you were allowed to kind of walk along hitting the keys on the piano and, and figuring out high, low, understanding pitch and all that stuff just by kind of holding yourself up, moving along the keys of a piano, or if you were allowed to, to strum on a guitar before you knew how to play it, uh, if you were allowed to turn up your music and sing your face off, albeit terribly, when you were a little kid and just have fun and enjoy the music, I think kids with that background are likely to step into a position where people are like, oh, look at that natural talent. That kid was just born with it. I think, no, that kid was just encouraged to develop it and and was not told, oh, you're being too loud. Oh, you sound bad. Oh, you're not good. So 
so for example like i grew up my home was a recording studio my dad was a musician half of our house was actually a, a business that was a recording studio musicians of all levels were coming in and out all the time and um if he wasn't working in the studio my dad was playing music from all his favorite artists all the time so i have vivid memories being a child in the back of the car hearing uh beach boys and just being blown away by hang on this is how many people singing this this chord like these notes this this wall of sound was oh this is all different voices creating this sound like these amazing harmonies i i, I learned that at an early age that there's all these di these different people created these beautiful harmonies and like hearing john lennon on twist and shout like that scream that just emotional delivery that only he could create that sound that way and like elton john and freddie mercury like the storytelling of paul simon all of this stuff was i was exposed to all of this from a very very young age and it was always around in the house there was always music there was always noise uh, and it was you know we're never told you couldn't explore an instrument or you couldn't explore a piano yes fair enough there were a lot of times when my dad was like shut the door emma's playing the piano let's let's try and ignore this awful noise um and yeah my mum used to tell me she'd be like i'm paying for piano lessons and all i hear is just like randomness coming out of the room where emma's practicing piano it doesn't sound like she's practicing what she should be practicing but literally my piano teacher told her she was like no i, I can't really teach emma anyway because all she's doing is making up her own songs she's making up her own music and and that was encouraged i wasn't like that's it end of piano you're not doing the conservatory stuff so therefore i'm not supporting it it was like okay start writing and and it, uh, that was encouraged so yeah it was it, it was something i was really exposed to and what was also really good was that i was i also got to see singers in the studio how dedicated they were to redo their vocals over and over and over and, and as like a four five six year old i was like why do they keep doing this it all sounds really good but i was like and then by the end when they got to their vision and the end goal was achieved it was like wow really seeing that dedication to get to where they wanted versus just like oh i'll just sing this and and it'll do um so it's a, a big change too obviously i'm i'm an old boot so it's like it's it was a long time ago it was all analog and reel to reel and so when you they did a take it didn't work record over it or cut and splice and do all of that kind of stuff there's no pitch shifting comping and copying pasting to stack vocals all of that kind of stuff that we can do now so i really appreciate that experience of being able to see a different approach to it and all the effort that goes in from that side not to say that singers today are lazy and it's all technology and blah 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 sure it's a lot of work working in the studios a lot of work a lot easier though a lot easier from a recording perspective to get some really cool stuff that you want way quicker um so yeah like literally when i was eight my dad had recruited me to cut and splice tape on the on the studio reel to reel and i was marking all the errors with the china graph pencils and and just you know i was learning what what kind of work goes into being a recording artist from that level when i was a little kid so so yeah again the nature nurture are you born with it it's a lot of work it is a lot of work so 
if you are one of those people that was really encouraged as a kid and you're at that level now where people are like, wow, you're such a natural talent and you've got such a great voice or you're so talented, like appreciate what went in behind the scenes as you were raised and and appreciate that you've got something that a lot of people would love to have. And if, if it's something that you're using, just dig in and just go for it. Use that and, and enjoy your voice, enjoy your skills. Because I think, had I been raised differently, now this is the flip side. This is a lot of clients that I also work with. And these, maybe it is these clients that are the ones to say, are you born with it? Do you have a natural talent? These are the people who I work with as adults who were maybe raised in a quiet house, maybe the education or the the careers were more science-based or number-based like accountants type a like like that kind a different kind of upbringing obviously for me mine was a bit weird but if you grew up in a house where it was all very book smart and peaceful and quiet and don't disturb and go read a book go work on your homework and and learn your science learn your math and all of that kind of stuff nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that not judging at all but if you've if you've been kind of holding it down or holding it in and you weren't allowed to just play with your dad's guitar or you weren't allowed to hammer stuff out on the piano it's going to be harder for you as an adult to release your voice and to let your sound out and to be confident not only to knock it out the park but be confident to make the mistakes and I think this is what's really important I think if you are confident enough or brave enough or you don't care (laughs) and you're willing to make the mistakes and make ugly noises and know you're going to hit wrong notes, know things are going to go a bit wonky, that's where you're going to set yourself up for more success. So if you did come from a background where maybe you were were not necessarily encouraged to dig into your music, maybe you're holding on to a false truth that you were told you're not good at music or you will never be a singer or you have a bad voice, you're out of tune, all of that stuff. Um, also check out the truth about your voice because that's all digs into all of that stuff. If you are one of those people that's kind of trying to get over something that you're holding on to from years ago, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes here for the truth about your voice because it's so important to overcome that because that will be a block for your singing. And these are lies that we have been told as children that we hold on to for our whole lives that stop us progressing as singers and musicians and artists and creatives okay so if you did grow up in a quieter house uh it's going to be harder for you to let go it's going to be more almost shameful when you make mistakes when you make bad noises when you hit the wrong note like i said so be aware of that and don't be afraid to kind of own it because The singers that I work with who come in who where some would say, oh, they were born with it, natural talent. The mistakes they make, we just laugh it off and on we go. We don't even acknowledge the mistakes. It's like, yeah, that's bound to happen. I'm learning something new. I had a client yesterday. She's absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely love her. She's got great, really great voice. She does not know the instrument that she has. She's terrified of her voice. She's terrified of making mistakes. And she 
holds her voice back before she's even getting close to the part of the song that she thinks is going to be a challenge so of course everything falls off the rails she gets in her head she's freaking out and there's absolutely no need for this this is all a psychological thing this is nothing to do with her voice this is where i get really passionate because your voice can already do so much more than you believe it can my job 90 percent of the time is helping people get rid of those mental blocks those psychological things that are standing in the way that stop you from developing and elevating your voice so don't look at your voice as just something that you should be able to control and you should be able to control perfectly your voice is an instrument that can be trained your voice is an instrument that can be learned your voice is an instrument that needs to be nurtured and encouraged and it's not something that will either come out right or wrong the first time it's the same and i i will die on this hill you will you need to learn the skills to create the sounds that you want or to create the voice that you want or to to sing how you want it's like and i used this analogy yesterday with the client i was just sharing about if you were to just put she has she has little kids if you were to put a bowl of flour some butter a bowl of sugar um i don't know some milk some chocolate i don't know a bunch of baking stuff on a table crank up the oven and leave your four-year-old there are you gonna walk back in in an hour and have a beautiful cake <laughs> doubtful <laughs> you're gonna have a beautiful disaster uh because the child has not been taught how to make the cake how to combine all the moving parts how to how much of this how much of that so if you look at it from a vocal perspective it's like how much air how much placement what's your pitch are you going high are you going low are you going loud are you going soft what like all of these elements that are also connected to how well trained and how strong the muscles are so you need to learn how to sing before you can just be a great singer and the kids that i think come out of the gate and it's like wow this kid is six and she's singing like mariah carey or whitney houston and she's just naturally born with it i think this kid probably grew up listening to those singers and many others and was encouraged to belt their face off listening to music that is a really good example of great technique and they just naturally started engaging it and using it and and having fun with it versus being quiet in their room and trying to sing but not able to really release their voice and then get to 45 50 come see me and and their their instrument needs it's like needing a massage it's like okay we got to release these muscles because they've been held down for a long time you've been carrying a lot of weight for a long time so and and a lot of times in these these instances there's quite an emotional breakthrough and and some there's usually some tears and and that kind of thing not not in a like super negative way but it's like literally when you do release your voice we're not even digging into the personal stuff we're not not necessarily even having a conversation of the background but when the voice does start letting the sound naturally connect and the voice is naturally freeing up sometimes a lot of emotion is just released and and there's sometimes the tears it's quite interesting so uh that might be something that you experience or you explore when you start singing and trying not to hold on to too much grip or control or, or being perfect let your voice be be and i don't mean in a painful way but let your voice be rough and raw and and not sound so good and just just uh, explore your voice 
see what your instrument can do without any judgment and once you get used to that your voice will be a lot freer you'll be able to extend your range you'll be able to do a lot more with it and then you can fine tune the fine tuning is the last part of the process you need to release and relax and and let your voice move around and then make sure you're going in all the right places then you can fine tune the tone and the presentation and all of that stuff you're in trouble when you start singing and start practicing a song and then you shut yourself down the first time around and be like oh that was terrible this is never going to be any good well of course it's not go back to the cake analogy think about me doing a dance class heaven forbid i'm a terrible dancer (laughs) you put a song on and be like okay go do it uh no it's gonna look awful i'm gonna feel stupid and it's just i need someone to teach me what the steps are and how to do it and break it down piece by piece so that i can actually learn how to do what i want to do versus just repeatedly make a fool out of myself and just keep playing the song over and over and trying to dance to it and just getting more and more frustrated tired possibly hurt myself so it's it's and it's a trained skill it's a trained skill you can learn it so if you're looking at these kids on idol or if you're looking at like four-year-olds who go on x factor or whatever and you're like i'll never what hope do i have you have hope and it can be achieved very very quickly it's just making that connection between like okay these are muscles i can train them and depending on how much time you want to put into that training you can get there very very quickly so i hope this has helped and if you do want to do um if you do want to do weekly training like the weekly vocal workout every week i send send out a workout that will train those muscles it will really build the muscles the strength the stamina and in turn give you more control get more of a a mind body connection to those muscles how to create the sounds you want Uh, i'll put the links for that in as well um and yeah like train your voice and you'll get results and if you have any questions as always email me emma at rocketvocalstudios.com that's r-o-c-k-i-t vocalstudios.com but please i'd love to hear a bit about your experience growing up and whether you think that's impacted your singing abilities and uh, what your thoughts are on my theory of nature nurture and and the background and and i'm sure there's there's many other reasons that add on to why we perceive singers as just natural talents church is a big one like when you look at all the greats like they all grew up in church singing like learning like again it's that through osmosis like if you grow up hearing the harmonies the vocals like everything fitting together the emotion there's the freedom of emotion when it comes to that because you're singing about what you truly believe in you're not just reciting a song it's really commitment to the lyrics to the story to what you're sharing so that that is also something that that really impacts like if you look up a lot of the greats they all grew up singing in church or at least uh being part of the choir or hearing a choir every week so yeah it's the exposure is what i truly truly believe the exposure and the encouragement and the support so if if you did grow up in a quiet house and you're feeling like your voice is a bit blocked or locked up please reach out because it's it's a simple fix and you just need the confidence and maybe someone to support you and say you know what you're okay your voice is okay it might not sound how you want it to right now but it can it really really can and forget the people who told you you have a bad voice or you sound bad or you can never be a singer because you can okay 
if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> no, trust me, you really, really can. You're just dream big, start small. And I'm an impatient person. You'll, I'll get you your results quick because otherwise I get impatient and I get bored. So I've, over the years, I've established a really uh, fast acting and um, results driven way so that like you'll see results within the first time we work together and it's really, really cool and really, really fun. And uh, that's my passion. People who think they can't sing, I love that challenge because you can, everyone can. You can, you can, you can. Uh, hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions or email me if you have any questions. Keep in touch. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback and have a fantastic week or day or evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Again, please let me know where you're at, what you're doing, why you're listening because let's connect. Let's get you your, get you reaching your vocal goals and let's connect. Let's build this community. Have a fantastic day, week, night, whatever. Talk to you soon and I'll be back with more. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share, subscribe. And if you feel inclined to leave a review, I truly, truly appreciate it. You can check out all things voice at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T vocalstudios.com. And follow me on social too at Rocket Vocal Studios. Thanks again for listening. And I'll be back with lots more for you very, very soon.